It's Sex and Sarah Rose. I'm Sarah Rose, and really quick before we get into this episode, I know you may have found my podcast because you were looking for some interesting information about sex to listen to, but what you may not know is that I actually work with a lot of men to help them tap into their inner badass, have the sexual confidence that they've always desired to have, and to know once and for all that she isn't faking it. I have two distinct programs to help men. The first is for men who are ready to take the first step towards igniting their powerful sexual energy and getting better in bed. It's called Sex Stallion Training and it's an online program for you to do on your own time in the privacy of your home without a partner. This is for men that are single, in a relationship, or dating people. The second is called Man on Fire, which is the only sex university just for men. This six month program is designed to help you become the ultimate sexual master. For six whole months, you train with me in live online sessions, and I will train you to be the best lover that she has ever had. So if you want the sex secrets that every woman wish you knew, and you wish that every woman had told you, this is where they are finally revealed. Check out more info at tantricactivation.com or just check out the show notes in the podcast app you're listening to this from now, and there will be links there for you. Thanks and enjoy the show. It's Sex and Sarah Rose, and I am here today with Aaron Hickok, and we are busting tantric myths. <laughs> Hey, Erin. Hi, Sarah Rose. Uh, so good to be here with you. I love coming to talk to you. We always have such a fabulous time, and I'm really, really excited about this topic because there's so many myths out there and so many questions, so I'm really glad we're breaking it down today. Yeah, me too. Totally. So Erin and I went through and like came up with a bunch of questions that a lot of people tend to have about Tantra. And we're just going to go through those for you all today and just give you some more clarity, some more insight into what Tantra actually is. Awesome. Should we just get started and jump right in? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, so let's start with, I mean, first of all, what is like classical Tantra? Okay, so that's a good question. Like, because there's classical Tantra and there's Neo Tantra. So classical Tantra, there's some disagreement as to like when the exact origins of it are, because I'm from a lineage that uh, actually claims like several thousand years ago. But we do know that Tantra was at the height of its power between like 500 and 1500 AD. So that time frame is where we get a lot of the Tantra, the classical Tantra that we draw from today. It was developed in the Middle Ages in, uh, in India. And so there's that, that aspect of it, but you, you see ta different tantric traditions in tantric in different places all around the world. So like there's Buddhist tantra, I've seen Egyptian tantra, I've seen so Buddhist Tibetan, and then there's also like Taoist traditions that are, that have similar, similar aspects of tantra. So it's shows up in many different places 
and it really is this 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 classical tantra was about awakening and liberation but it really did vary so there were more conservative sects of tantra and then there were more just liberated uh, progressive sects of tantra as well so the more traditional ones looked a lot like the different things that were going on in Hinduism during that time in India. But then the, the more forward-thinking ones had female gurus. They were really like forward-thinking as far as using the sexual practices. They would even use blood practices. And so they were all about breaking through the confines, the taboos of society during that time and using, using tantric practices to create this, this liberation, this new type of conditioning that was more expansive and open and less confined and controlled. And so when we're looking at, at Tantra, there's a lot of different people teaching it in many different ways. So it's not, go, it's not, you can't just say like, this is Tantra and this is not. But at its core, there really is a, a, work, a movement towards liberation, even though some, some paths of it are slower and some are more rapid. And one is not better than the other. It's more about who which which path, which type of Tantra is better for each specific person? Mm-hmm. So how, like, I mean, who who would this be for? Like, who would be, who would be practicing these kinds of things today? Yeah, so Tantra is really something that anybody can practice. Classical Tantra was developed for people that had already done Uh, I guess personal development was probably not a term that they used back in those days, but in our modern language, we would understand that. Like people that have done personal development work really have a a solid foundation. They've dealt with traumas, things like that. And so classical Tantra is designed for people who are ready for higher level initiations because they've, they've really come to a wholeness on a human level. And that is really important in Tantra. And so that's why we see in in Neo-Tantra that a lot of Neo-Tantra teachers work first on the healing aspect, the human aspect of, of ourselves before, so that way people can prepare for Tantra, classical Tantra. So you're saying that the difference between Neo-Tantra and Classical Tantra is the Neo-Tantra is the stuff that you would kind of do in advance to prepare. Yeah, in a way, Neo-Tantra can be even seen as like pre-Tantra, to prepare for Tantra, uh, to prepare for, for these higher level practices. Well, so how would this be different than other kinds of spiritual practices? So when a way, something that really differentiates Tantra is that it's a non-dualistic view of the world. So it's, it's viewing the world as everything has consciousness, everything is one, and less, of, less than a, a view of it, but like an embodiment of that reality. And we live in a very dualistic world where, you know, things are right and wrong, things are good and bad, there's, there's truth and there's lies. And so moving into this non-dualistic way 
of thinking really does need to come from an embodied state because we have so much conditioning around duality. And so what the tantric practices do is they help you get to that state. So what are some of like the basic practices people might do? So, well, I mean, there's a ton, but when I am working with people, (laughs) we do a lot of shadow work. And so the shadow work helps you get to the place of, of healing and wholeness inside of really feeling sovereign of coming from a place of self-love, self-acceptance, self-belonging, um, safety with self first and foremost. And so it can take a lot to really heal all the, the wounding that we have. And it's not to say that you have to get to a place of perfection by any means, but it is, it is like coming to, to a place of really just feeling wholeness inside. Um, I know for myself, my own experience is I know I have so much more to do, so many more layers to unfold, but I've also come so far where I feel that wholeness, that integration inside. Like it's definitely something that internally I feel different. And that is like, that's a key marker. And that's something that a lot of people that practice the neo neo tantra they get to that point they start to really feel that of like wow i just feel different inside i feel more at peace inside there's still so much conflict externally but the way i handle it is different the way i look at myself in regards to it is different uh, and so you can really just feel that there's a shift and a change okay I like that. It's like, like one step at a time on the, on the practice. So the curiosity that I have is like, well, if people, like if they're just getting started, like what does, what would a person need to do? Like they're total beginner. They've never done Tantra before. Where do they start? So I know a great teacher. Her name's Sarah Rose. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> But but really, uh, having a teacher when you're doing this is important. There are a lot of great books out there that people can read, uh, and and that can help. But in a tradition such as Tantra, there's a transmission that occurs that it, because transmission and lineage are and guru like those are important aspects of Tantra because this transmission gets passed down through the lineage. And so when, when my, my guru, like he had the uh, transmission from his, from the master that I, that he trained under, that he was a disciple of, and then he transmitted that to me. And then I'm able to transmit that to my students. So having a teacher is an important aspect of it. But again, you can learn a lot through books. Awesome. Yeah, I personally have been a big fan of books myself, and I've learned a ton, uh, but I just had so many more questions. Like, the more I learned, the more questions I had. So I really love that you're uh, recommending teachers. Of course, you are an amazing Tantra teacher, but I want to know, like, do you have any other um, recommendations uh, for people, maybe, um, you know, really focusing on the, uh, the very classical kind of Tantra? 
Yeah, so for people that are really interested in classical Tantra, which is not something that I teach a whole lot of right now, in my Man on Fire program, we do do a section on classical Tantra, but we don't go into it into like the depth that's really available. Um, but Christopher Wallace, he is really a master when it comes to classical Tantra. So I definitely recommend him. He has a book, uh, Tantra Illuminated. And so that's a great place to start. But he also has, uh, he has a free program that you can try out as well. So I, I, I definitely recommend him as one of the, the top experts in classical Tantra. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, so I'm curious also, because I know a lot of people would be more new uh, at this kind of practice. So I've got a few questions for this. So the first one is, um, is Tantra, is that a religion? So no, it's definitely not a religion. Um, I am not religious at all. Uh, <laughs> and so it's a way of, of viewing the world. It's a, it's a discipline. It's a personal development path. And you can make it whatever you want. I think people create religions, right? So if you want Relig if you want Tantra to be your religion, I'm sure you could find a way to make it into your religion. Um, but for most people that aren't interested in that, uh, which I would say is the majority of Westerners that are interested in Tantra, they're wanting something that's helping them have more confidence, to have better sex, to have better relationships, to have this sense of peace and integration inside. And so for people that are looking at it from that perspective, like, no, it's definitely uh, not something that's a religion. And it's, it's a practice. It is, it is a spiritual path. But even if you're not spiritual, like if you don't, uh, like you can be an atheist and still practice Tantra. Like you can still have positive benefits. You can still have better sex. You can still feel better about yourself uh, if you are, you know, by practicing Tantra. Okay. Well, so if I'm practicing Tantra though, like I know a lot of people ask, like, don't I need a, a partner to practice Tantra? Um, or is it something that I could do, you know, if I'm single? You can absolutely do it if you're single. I'm single and I do it all the time. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I know most of the Tantra that I've done in my life has been done single. I've had a handful of Tantric partners, but most of them have not like lived in the same place as me. And so we, you know, it was something like we were together for a period, but it wasn't a long-term thing. And there aren't a lot of men out there that are uh, really trained and really practicing Tantra. And so they're... I would say like there, there are some people out there that say they are, but they're unfortunately using it as like a pickup for women. So mm -hmm. there's, there is definitely that going on. So ladies watch out. Um, <laughs> and you know, if you're, if you're new to this, you may not, you may not realize it. So unfortunately that is happening. Um, thankfully the guys that I train, they are like they are getting the real deal. Like they are working their butts off, or I should say their cocks off to <laughs> become incredible tantric lovers. And that's why I started working with men because here I am like someone who has 
done so much tantric training and like it was so difficult for me to find tantric lovers and so I was like I'm going to do something about it and that's why I created the programs that I have was because I was like I just need to fix this problem that's in the world um so so no coming from me myself like and also it's amazing when you are um, training your body on your own. And that way, when you show up with somebody else that also uh, has trained in Tantra, you guys can just have amazing sex and, you know, not have to go through like all the practice stuff. But if you are in relationship, then that's fine too, especially for men, like train your bodies. You have been training your bodies in in having certain types of experiences when it comes to masturbation, to watching porn for decades. And it takes time to create new patterns, new ways of being sexual in your body. So, so no, absolutely. You can do it on your own. It sounds like maybe even it's a pretty good idea to do it on your own for a little while, even before you start practicing with another person. Oh yeah, totally. Like even guys that are in relationships with women, I still want them to do the practices that I give them on their own at least five times before trying it with a woman. Oh, great. This is such great, uh, great support for people who are starting off on the tantric path. Now I heard you mention that maybe sometimes people like misuse tantra as like a pickup line or something like that. Are there any other kinds of myths uh, or misnomers about Tantra that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, Well, again, like if you're wanting to do classical Tantra, I definitely recommend working with a Neo-Tantra teacher first to really get yourself ready and prepared for the Tantric practices. I actually used to teach a classical Tantra class and like that's all it was was classical tantra and i realized that there was a lot lacking and missing and so i actually stopped teaching that class and moved into teaching neo tantra but it's neo tantra what i teach is neo tantra that is in alignment with classical tantra so uh, i would say that's key and that's important also so if you're looking for a neo tantra teacher look and see like is what they're teaching in alignment with what your ultimate goals are. That's important. Um, also be aware that unfortunately in a lot of Tantra schools, and this shows up in all aspects of the world, not just in Tantra, but there are many schools where there have been um, sexual abuse that happens. And that's absolutely horrible. It's terrible. I, you know, it's, um, you know, but it happens everywhere. I I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I see that it happens in jiu-jitsu schools. Um, You know, we definitely have seen it so many times in Christian churches and, uh, you know, so it's, it's not that it's specific to Tantra, but be aware of that. I'm very fortunate that I have not had that experience. Um, And the, the teachers that I have trained with have been of integrity. That's, that's good. Um, so are there any like maybe warning signs that people should look out for? Um, yeah, well, okay. So the, one of the things with Tantra is you can create a, a big 
energy body. Like you can become very powerful with Tantra. And this is why it's important to include the human aspect of it and the healing aspect of it. Because if you have somebody that is doing all this energy work, they're creating this massive energy body, but they, and so they're, they've got this power, but they haven't become healthy and whole inside, then they're going to be more likely to use that power in a corrupted way. So that's something to look at when you're looking at teachers. Are they someone who's just like showing up as very egotistical? And I'm not saying it's, it's one thing to be a teacher that's confident and sure of what you're teaching and sure of yourself. I mean, these are parts of Tantra, like being confident. Um, but there's a difference when it's like egotistical and, and you can feel that in a person. I think that's great advice, uh, Sarah Rose. Uh, to really feel what's going to be the right match for a person. So this brings me to something I'm really, really curious about. So like, obviously, Tantra can have us be better lovers. Um, I heard you talk about like building our ener- the energy body. So maybe you could tell me a little bit more about like, what are the benefits? Like, why would I want to devote myself to the practice of this? Like, what's going to happen in my life? So, well, Kundalini is where that, that energy that is where that power comes from. So Kundalini, uh, or Shakti, uh, either way it's, um, you can talk about it in, in both ways. And it's this awakened energy is considered the creative force of the, of the universe. And so by doing these practices, it begins to awaken this Kundalini energy in your body. And that's what creates this this sense of, of being powerful, right? Because imagine how powerful is the creative energy of the entire universe. Like that, just imagine that alive inside of your body. Like mm-hmm. that's crazy, insane. If you really start to think about it and not just say it. <laughs> and so like when we're awakening that Shakti energy and it's flowing, like it just creates so much more openness, expansion, connectedness, uh, just this flow, this power that you're, you're able to tap into that is you, that's awake inside of you, that's leading your life from this place. So there are a ton of benefits, as, including, you know, the confidence and, and just feeling more powered in who you are. So these are the, the reasons I really love Tantra is it it does, it, it awakens that creative aspect of you, which is what we need when we're trying to be successful in the world. Uh, it's so great for entrepreneurs that are like, you know, wanting to just have more energy, more, more access to their creative mind. Uh, it helps to open that up, aliven that. Um, you know, but anybody who's needing creativity and how do I connect with my wife better? How do I have better sex with my girlfriend? Like we need creative thought to, to do, to get far in so many aspects of our lives. So it sounds like, uh, if a person is, is just starting Tantra in their life, it sounds like the the first thing that would happen is that they'd go through a lot of like personal growth kinds of things, like noticing what needs to be shifted, kind of moving through that. And then it sounds like, at least the way that I think about it, is that 
kind of clearing up that debris, like that energy is running through, clearing up that debris. And then like, as you get kind of move on, there's just, things can just move faster. Uh, that maybe there's even more uh, energy with that. Does that sound right? Oh yeah. I love the way you say that, that things move faster and absolutely like you can just start to create so fast. You're just like on it, like inspiration comes, you act, you manifest like, Mm -hmm. and yeah, you absolutely have to act on it, but things you have to put hard work into it, but there's so much more flow. Like it just, things move more quickly. This, this reminds me, Sarah, actually this, this past week, I've been doing some uh, energetic exercises like breath work. I've kind of redoubled down on my personal practices. Um, not necessarily exactly Tantra, but I mean, it is. <laughs> um, and amazing, this past week, I spontaneously created a whole new card deck this past week and I didn't like plan on it, but this is like a really good example of like, I was all lit up. I had a lot of energy in my body. Like I felt really good. And it just like occurred to me like, well, what if, what if I mixed different cards that I've already made from different decks to make a deck for people to play in the workplace, like with their coworkers and things like that. And I just got that idea. And within like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I like had all these cards spread out and I just like gathered them up. And it happened, like, it happened so fast. Like the idea came, I walked to my desk, I spread out the cards. And when I was done, I had, well, it's even right here. I had 108 card deck for people to play with their, their coworkers. And it's so, it's, it's kind of like you were saying, it just happened like so effortlessly. I don't mean that I didn't actually go to my desk and sort out the cards, but like that wasn't a hard thing to do. I was like, oh this is a great idea. And it just happened like, bam, like so, so fast. Like, is that what you mean by that? Yes, absolutely. And like, you know, when you're in the flow, you know, when you're in alignment with your truth, your inspiration, and it just flows out of you. Absolutely. I mean, I, I love that. I had a similar experience this week, like I um, decided to create a new woman's course and I'm so excited, but it came together literally within minutes. It was like, got on the phone with a potential business coach. Uh, we were like, all right, what's the idea? An idea came up. We're like, absolutely. Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And like just the whole thing was created literally within minutes. The entire conversation was 30 minutes long, start to finish. And we were on the road, like doing it. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. That shows, I mean, just like how cool Tantra can be, like not even just in, in, in the bedroom, which of course, amazing. Let's talk about that next. Uh, but to really just superpower uh, our businesses, our work, our career, like our, our projects, our passion projects, our volunteer projects, like I can really see how that would help people be an even bigger contribution in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about the bedroom. (laughs) Let's talk about that Uh, because I really do. I want to know, like, you know, what are, what are the ways that um, Tantra could really help me as a woman? And um, yeah, I'd love to hear also, I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, men and their Tantric experience and how that helps repattern a lot of sexuality, like around 
uh, pornography and the way that we've trained ourselves with masturbation and things like that. Is that also, is that also true for women? Yeah, absolutely. Um, while I know that women are watching a lot more porn now than they used to, I, I still find that women are not nearly as conditioned by porn as men are. But I do see that that is changing and w- women are, are creating more habits and patterns um, in their sex lives uh, because of porn. And I, like I always say, I'm not anti-porn at all, but are you getting what you want? And if you are not getting what you want, then try something different. And most people come to me because they're not getting what they want. So yes, with, with women, you can train your body to have incredible orgasms. I mean, for men too, like men and women can both have multiple orgasms. They can have full body orgasms. They can have orgasms that last for 20 minutes, for 10 days. You can have orgasms that just go on and on and on. These rushes of energy are so amazing. And the really cool thing is when you train your body in Tantra and then you have sex with somebody else that also does, like it's magnified. And so you can have such incredible experiences on your own. And then when you have sex with somebody, like come together, the both of you, oh my God, like you can really feel that. It is so different than any type of other experience I've ever had. And like, you don't have to be on any type of mind altering substance. You can just be having sex with somebody and have like, feel like you're having out of body experiences, feel like you're uh, having sex in the astral. Like literally, like I remember one time my, one of my lovers was like laying in bed and I just went over to kiss him. I like leaned over and I was leaned over and I was kissing him. And I literally felt like I, like the inside me was coming out and like was just merging with him. And it was such a cool experience. And we had so many experiences like that. For some reason that one sticks out, but like you can feel like you're in this trance state. You're just in this flow state when you're having sex and it's, it's amazing. And it's so energizing. This is why you hear about people saying, oh, well, uh, I guess it was Sting has said, you know, he's famous for saying I had sex for like six hours or something. P. Diddy claims 30 hours of having sex. And most people are like, why in the world would I want to have sex for 30 hours? Like most women hear this and they're like, I don't even want that guy on me for 20 minutes, you know, like get this over with. And that's because they've never had good sex. Um, (laughs) You know, most guys are like, I could never have the stamina. I can barely keep up for 20 minutes. Well, it's because you're not using tantric energy to sustain you. And it's a totally different way of having sex. And so when we, when we think about tantric sex through the terms that through the lens of conventional sex, that's when we start to get like, what are these people talking about? Why would we even want to do that? Um, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have conventional sex for 30 hours. Oh my God, no. But like, <laughs> but tantric sex, fuck yeah. This is like, I'm 
Yeah, I'm thinking about like experiences that I've had where they have been like very transcendent and what that like what that is like. And you said it could feel like your inside of yourself like coming out and I can I really resonate with that. There's um like when I've had tantric practice with a partner and we're having sex, I have I have felt my body or my inside of me like go out the top of me and um it was almost like it like opened up and it was like pouring light into my body. And it wasn't, I totally get what you're saying about it. It's like a, you're using energy in a different way because it's not like I was trying to move, right. Or trying to, I mean, I wasn't trying to do any of that. Like literally my body is just moving in the motion of the energy. It's like, it didn't even take me any energy to move. And then the my mind, like the way, like how I felt, it was just like ecstatic bliss. And then what was in my mind is like, there was no thoughts. Like it didn't seem like the thoughts originated with me or like my regular mind. It seemed like, it seemed like I was like reading a download of like beautiful blessings for all of humanity is like what that was like. It was just like, like, like an expansion of like incredible love for everyone and everything. And I could feel like even you talked about building the energy and I could just feel this part of me that had come to the outside of me, like expand and expand and expand. And it felt like I could reach like, I don't even, I mean, I don't even know like miles, like hundreds of miles. Like I don't even know how to measure, like felt cosmic. Right. And then I've also, so that's been like amazing with sexuality, but I've also had that same experience with another person, but like fully clothed, standing in a kitchen. Like it was the first time it happened. It was with a friend of mine and both of us do, do have done our pers- a lot of personal work and energetic work. And um, that experience, it was like tantric sex, except it was like my friend, we're not really having sex. We're just standing in the, in the kitchen but we just like, we were taking, like we automatically started doing this kind of like breath exchange thing. And then that same thing happened. It was like, we both came out of our bodies and we both were doing like automatic movements that seemed to be in sync with each other, but we weren't like talking about it. Like it was just happening through us. And then it was timeless. Like what seemed when that happened, like I thought that was like five minutes long or something. And it turns out it was like 90 minutes of us breathing in the kitchen and 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 just like feeling this like super ecstatic bliss. Now, my question is, was that also Tantra? Even though we weren't like saying we are going to practice Tantra, like you can just have spontaneous Tantra practices with a person without sex. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And like that you're talking about, like just being in that flow, you know, there's just like, there's no sense of time. You're just next thing you know, it's been, you know, 30 hours or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> you're just like, wow. Okay. Amazing. And, and it's such a state of oneness, like really that connected state. What is that connected state? It's feeling at one with everything. It's a feeling at one with your partner, with your lover. It's feeling at one with all of humanity, with all of the universe, with all of creation, with the entire cosmos. Like that sense of oneness, you can actually feel that on a physical 
level, on an emotional level. And it doesn't, it's not just this heady thought that you're having of like, oh, you know, I'm going to meditate my, my way into oneness. You know, I think a lot of people hear that and they're, and it can be a very like cortical response of like, a, a really like what the fuck is oneness you know like what does that mean when you just say it but you can feel it and it feels so true and so real yeah yeah i would say that's definitely true of all the experiences that i've had uh and also even with my own meditation practice um and i think it's funny that you mentioned the like if you have like a goal of oneness right and it like doesn't totally work because right that's like the mental part of the brain that's like we're gonna get this thing done <laughs> right which is totally different like for example if i built that 108 card deck and i was like i'm gonna get this thing done it takes way longer to do that but when i am in meditation if i'm just noticing the thoughts and like my purpose is to literally be there and give my attention to just whatever is and not even be thinking about the oneness thing that's when oneness arises in that. Um, but not because I tried to get to oneness. It's, I created the container for it to arise naturally and with practice than it does. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the funniest, almost like the jokes of these types of spiritual practices is like people who try to achieve enlightenment or try to create this experience of oneness. Like, And there's this... this effort into it uh, rather than just surrendering and being in it and that's not to say that it there aren't steps to take to get to that point there absolutely are but there's a there does come a moment of of just the surrender into it rather than continuing to to try to to get there because that that trying to get there does come from the cortex it's a it's a very mind driven uh desire that we have yeah i like i like how i like how we can practice like just with regular regular meditation and it's like a great uh metaphor for for tantric tantric practice as well um let me look and see if i've got all of our questions on here let's see Ooh, oh i see one that i might have missed so i'm curious about like the tantric practices uh themselves and um like what that that what that might look like uh for someone like who, like if they haven't heard of tantra before they haven't read a book they're like really curious like could you just maybe tell us a couple simple practices that people could start with. Yeah, I always love to start with breath. Our breath is so incredibly powerful. I mean, it's so simple when you think about it. Okay, it's just my breath, but breath is life. Like you you have it is it is everything. And so that's the perfect place to begin. Uh, and using different uh, breath practices to facilitate these types of states in Tantra uh, is very, very beneficial. And it really is a foundation of what Tantra is. So there are, there are many different ones that you can do. And I, w one that's an easy thing for people to try without, um, it's not it's not necessarily a classical tantric breath, but it's an easy one for people to try on their own 
is just an open mouth inhale and exhale with a connected breath. So you would see this type of breath used more in neo-tantra than classical tantra, but this connected breath creates a flow state. Um, it also helps to shut down the cortex. With any breath practices, it's always important that you talk with your doctor first and make sure that you're taking precautions, being safe, and being just being really proactive and taking care of yourself because breath practices can be, they can be very powerful. And so with any type of history of epilepsy, seizures, uh, severe mental illnesses, you always want to check with your doctor, especially if you have had anything like that go on. But this open mouth, inhale and exhale, it does create this sense of flow. And it starts to shut down the cortex um, so you can get into the deeper layers of your brain. You can start to get into your emotions. You can start to really get into your body and feel. Because when you're having sex, you don't want to be thinking about it. You want to be feeling it. You want to be in it, in your body. And so this open mouth, inhale and exhale, connected breath, relaxed jaw will help you get to that state faster. Excellent. This sounds, Sarah, so much like just like traditional mindfulness practices. There's so much to be said for mindfulness. Yes. Like just being conscious, being aware, being mindful of your life. That goes a long way. It's, it's crazy when you think about how much of our lives we just go through on autopilot and not even thinking, not even being aware, not even being in the moment. And it's like, you know, Ram Dass said, be here now. And it can seem so simple, but it's so profound when you actually experience being here right now. Oh, that's so beautiful. I feel so excited for our listeners uh, who might be new in this process and starting to discover uh, these kinds of things in their lives. So if somebody wanted to work with you, Sarah Rose, uh, how, would they, how would they do that? Yeah, so I have a couple of programs. I have Sex Stallion Training, which is uh, trains men in the fundamentals of tantric sex. It's a seven-week course, all pre-recorded audio and video that they do in the privacy of their own home, and it really does guide them through this process of of learning these fundamentals. Uh, and then I have the Man on Fire group coaching program, which is a six-month program that is a full sexual mastery program that really goes into detail all of these aspects of the emotional, the psychological parts of our sexuality, parts of our humanity as well, developing this awareness, this consciousness, embodying it, feeling it in their day-to-day -day lives, like how they, they show up every single day is transformed by doing these practices. And then of course, having incredible, amazing sex that stems from this core confidence that is developed because the, the Man on Fire program really is first and foremost a core confidence program. It's like developing that confidence because if you think about it, we come from sex. And if we have this uh, sense of a sex of, of a lack when it comes to our sexuality, if we don't feel complete in our sexuality, then that core part of us, of what we came from, our original aspect of who we are, that isn't 
if that isn't complete, if that isn't fulfilled, then that is going to impact the rest of your life. Like you've got to first and foremost get that part of your life taken care of in a sense. And then from there, do the other things that, that impact you as well, uh, such as, as fighting. Like I, I highly recommend people learn self-defense. Like martial arts is such a great tool for feeling confident because in those two things, the, the sexuality and the, the, the protective defense side of it, they really do go hand in hand. Like, what are we here for? Sex and, sex and survival, survival, procreation, uh, and like, uh, procreation and the fucking and the fighting. Like, those are the two, two reasons, like on a biological level that we're here. So get those two aspects of your life taken care of. And then everything else yeah, you're still going to have to work for it, but you're going to feel so much more confident. That core confidence is always going to be there and it won't ever be taken away from you. You can lose your job. You can lose your relationship. You know, you can, all these, all these things in life that we work so hard for can be taken away, but you cannot take away somebody's core confidence when they have developed that. Yeah. The same thing about self-knowledge and self-awareness and any sort of like personal growth. That's something I love and why I invest in learning so much because it, it's not something, I mean, it's, it's an investment that stays with me. It's an investment that I keep uh, receiving rewards from uh, again and again. Uh, so I'm curious there was, you mentioned your, your men's programs and you, but you talked about a women's program earlier. Uh, so if a woman wanted to get in touch with you, how would she do that? I know. I'm, I'm really, really excited to uh, get back into women's work. So I did do a, um, I, I've been doing group coaching programs in Austin each fall for women, but this is going to be my first time doing a big online group coaching program with women. Uh, yeah. So I've done like online private coaching. Um, at one point I even had a online digital course for women, uh, but this is my first online group coaching program. And we're going to have a weekend immersion together. We, we can, I'm like getting this amazing house. It's going to be so beautiful and big for all of us to come together and just do these practices and be in sisterhood and just be part of this like this group of women that are so excited about what they're doing with their lives and you know really go deep go into the sexual healing go into just the bliss the transcendence all of that all of it that's available to us so this program uh, will be available in uh, the next couple of weeks actually so you will def definitely be just in time to be a part of that program Awesome. So uh, definitely check out the website to find out more about so that. I know I'm going to. Won't be on the website, um, but we will. I will put a specific link. I'm doing this all through Facebook. So Tantric Activation on Facebook is where you'll find out about the women's program. Uh, and I'll put the link to it here uh, in the show notes. Excellent. Well, count me in, uh, Sarah Rose. I think oh that's amazing. Oh my God. Uh, and are you, are you, did I hear you say that you're doing it in person a, a one weekend in Austin, Texas? Is that right? Uh, no, I'm going to do it in Scottsdale. Ooh, 
So yeah, we've got this amazing, gorgeous place in Scottsdale. It's got a heated pool because it's going to be November. It'll still be warm in Scottsdale, but you know, if we need the pool to be heated, it's heated. We're going to have a private chef come in. Uh, it's just going to be such a magical, powerful, transformative weekend. I can't fucking wait. That sounds so amazing, Sarah Rose. Sign me up. I am ready uh, to come and participate, have a little road trip. This sounds amazing. Oh my God. Yes. I am so excited too. It's going to be just incredible. Excellent. Yay. Well, I'm curious, do we have anything else we want to say about Tantra or could we pull a card? Oh my God. Let's do a card. Okay. <sighs> okay um a mind-blowing sexual experience was this is so perfect for today oh my god i'm like which one <laughs> a new one one i haven't heard yet one you haven't heard yet oh shit yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> you go first. I need to think for a second. Gosh, okay. Oh, I know one. I know one right away. Oh my gosh. So I already told you about like tantric experiences, but there was this time um, that it, it was also tantric, but we weren't specifically doing a practice. I was, um, my boyfriend had moved um, and was, was was away, and we were talking to each other on the phone, and the talk started getting pretty sexy, and we started talking about what we would do if we were in person, and the energy was so amazing. Like, I could feel him. Like, I could feel his energy. Like, he was not physically there. I was not physically there, but, like, we were on the phone together, and, like, like, I could feel him in my mouth. Like I could actually feel that. Like there was this, there was an energetic circuit that I do with people when we're physically together. But the first time that that happened, like in an online, like over the phone kind of connection, that like totally blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is actually happening. Like so, so wild. And like, what amazing orgasm from that like I was not even touching myself right it was like virtual phone sex kind of thing but it was like I mean it was so real I had multiple orgasms like we orgasmed at the same time like it was just so wild to me that like this could that this kind of connection could even be possible like in a digital way mm. right it just totally blew my mind oh totally fuck yeah <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so I was thinking about one that I haven't told you about before. So I was actually being interviewed by somebody. And um, so he came to my place to do the interview. And I knew that he was someone that had trained in both martial arts and also um, not specifically tantric practices, but other types of um, energetic sexual practices. And so I knew like we'd have some great things to talk about. I was excited about the interview. Well, we're there and finished the interview. And like, of course, like it just kind of started 
like the energy started flowing in that direction. And uh, I had like this big hot tub in my bedroom. And so I was like, I literally like just was like, Hey, you want to get in the, in the bathtub? And he was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And I like just dropped off all my clothes and like just got in and like, we just started being in this tantric flow and it was so natural. Like it just, and then he ended up staying all night. And I mean, we had sex for two days straight. It was, it was pretty amazing. Ooh. Uh, yes, please. And also you have a bathtub in your bedroom. Oh my God. It was like huge. Yeah. It was like this big, massive hot tub that, um, I mean, multiple people could fit in it. I, I think at one time I was having a party with like some girlfriends and we had, uh, you know, somewhere between four to six women in this tub. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, sexy. <laughs> so sexy. Wow. I feel like so hot now. <laughs> Woo! Like, wow, I just oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. I've had so many good times. <laughs> okay, I have an official like new life goal is to have a hot tub in my bedroom. That sounds like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <it's- laughs> I even want it to be full of tantric practitioners. <laughs> oh, oh, heaven. <laughs> yes. Just there waiting for you, Erin. They're all like sitting in the hot tub waiting. <laughs> well, I hope they're keeping themselves busy. I don't mind at all. <laughs> I'll be in in a moment. <laughs> uh, yes. Just, just feeding you with your orgasmic energy, right? Like they're in there like having this amazing tantric sex and you're like, you're out there. I can totally see you're like out there working, but you're just being fed by like all this orgasmic energy that they're creating in your space. And you're just like creatively flowing. You've got all this energy coming, pouring out and you're just like the most amazing stuff you've ever experienced and created. And it's just... <laughs> Oh my god, we need to create this. This has to happen. <laughs> this sounds, I mean, this sounds incredible. I can actually imagine Sarah Rose, a room of people working on their creative projects and a room of people just having tantric experiences in the same house. And then when you're done working on your creative project, you go in here and then they could circle back and surf on all the energies and make amazing things for humanity. This sounds great. Okay, we just came up with the ultimate co-working space ever (laughs) and that is sex and sarah rose (laughs) hey it's sarah again thanks for listening make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode and you can also find out about how you can work with me until next time lovers down tonight